0: It's over. No, no, no. Get it done. And on the spin and the reverse, the slam by Zaha. Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. laughs. What is up everybody? Welcome to Hoops and Cards. I'm Gary, your host. So great to be with you again this Tuesday as we talk about basketball cards for collectors and investors. And I don't know where you're at today in your journey. Uh, Maybe this is your first time ever listening to a podcast like this because you saw it said Basketball Cards 101, how to get started. Yeah, today I am your guide. I'm your host. We're going to talk a little bit about basketball cards, what it means to be a fan that now collects and maybe even invest. You've got a friend that's made some money doing this, or they're trying, like they're they're hustling, like they're out there buying cards and talking to you about the deals that they made. I don't know what brought you here, uh, but today I want to talk a bit about, uh, before we dive in, a little bit about what's happening lately in the NBA and in the card market, NBA-wise. I got to go to a Cavaliers game uh, the other night with my son. And uh, it was his birthday, excuse me, celebrating his birthday. So thank you for the Cavaliers for actually upgrading our seats. That was pretty awesome. We moved from being like in the way up high, you know, five rows from the back wall section to, hey, now all of a sudden we are seven or eight rows from the court and we got to see our dudes up close. And I even got to take some reels of Darius Garland and Evan Mobley to post on the Hoops and Cards Instagram site. Hey, by the way, love for you to follow us on Instagram at Hoops and Cards at hoops and cards maybe that's how you found us uh but that's a great way to uh to interact i love to hear from our listeners direct message me anytime tell me where you're from how you found the podcast maybe where you're listening uh the podcast in whatever country or state you're at hoops and cards man we are here we are as we uh round out the end of 2022 it's been a great year for us we have listeners in more than 70 countries it was fun this past week cuz i had lunch with uh, my friend Brad, shout out Brad over there at Town Tavern. We had, oh man, uh, we uh, great to catch up with a good friend. And then at the same time in the last few minutes, I'm like, hey, you into basketball cards? He's like, yeah. Oh man, we had we had some times. So, uh, you know, shout out to Brad, shout out to all of you guys who maybe you're a collector or investor or your kids are, or you ladies, your sister is, or your cousin, your your daughter is, your son, is, whatever is, like This is a great way to stay informed because we podcast two times a week at least about what's going on in the hobby. And and there have been a lot of basketball card podcasts that are out there or one-off episodes of larger sports card podcasts that we love to listen to and get a lot out of. But we try to be that consistent voice of basketball, like NBA fandom, fananimity, whatever it is you want to call it, fanaticisms. Like I loved going to the uh, Cavaliers game and seeing the Cavs play. They are my favorite team, but I'll admit I bought tickets to that game because I wanted to see Luka Doncic. And uh, about one o'clock the day of the game, so six hours before game time, I get a message from my son that says, Luka's not playing tonight. I'm like, what? Luka's not playing tonight? Like last time we went to the Portland game and Damian Lillard didn't play that night. And earlier in the season, we went to the Cavs game and Donovan Mitchell didn't play that night. Maybe I got to get better at picking games because then I find out that, oh, yeah, he doesn't play the second night of back to back games on the road on Thursdays when it's a full moon. Like <laughs> what is going on NBA? Like I, I I went to a Pelicans game against the Cavaliers last year, really hoping to see it. Zion or at least Brandon Ingram. Nope. Nope. Do I sound like a fan or a, like a grumpy dude? You know, um, but I just I just love seeing the game anyway. And we got to see Donovan Mitchell make some huge shots so the return of Kemba Walker. Like that was worth the price of admission in the first place. What did he have 35 points? And he was just awesome to watch. So current events in the hobby. Yeah. Love to attend NBA games. Love to play NBA 2K. Uh, my son and I split the download for the new, the new edition of that. And uh, it's fun. You can play the games that are going on that day, or you can hop online and play just about anybody. Um but in the hobby with basketball cards, guys, uh, I, don't, I don't know if there's a nice way to put this. I get lots of questions about, should I buy this player? Should I buy that player? What about this cards? Or, hey, the new Contenders Optics came out last week, and uh, there's some cool-looking autos and rookie tickets and sophomore season tickets, some, some Legends autograph cards. It's really good to know about the new releases what new cards are dropping. Like, I I think that's fine and that's fun. And uh, I like to go online. Maybe you didn't know this. You can go on YouTube and watch actual videos of people opening the new product, talking about those cards, maybe the suspense of the, the great pull, the great card that they got out of that box, whatever. I actually like to do that rather than spend my own money on cards when they are brand new. Because often the prices right out the gate of boxes or of individual single cards that you might see on eBay or at some auction the prices are high cuz the demand is like everybody's so excited something new is out or they find a a limited numbered card you know those kind of things and so they race but i just i just want to tell you this from the get go this is one actually going to be part of our basketball cards 101 conversation today is that it's not a race in fact, it's not even a competition. When it comes to basketball cards, there, there are ways to do this that, that lead to all of us winning, that we all can enjoy it. We all There's enough, you know, don't have a scarcity mindset of, I have to get the only, I have to be the first, I have to win, I have to get the best out of the deal. Like that that sort of mindset, I think eventually leads to disappointment because inevitably you're not going to get the best of the deal. You're not going to win. There will be times like this is a down market. That's what I was going to say. This is a, a down market, which for buyers, if you've got the resources and you want to buy, then I think it's as good a time as any to get in on buying a new card for sure. Or a bunch of cards. But uh, if you're expecting to resell that card or those cards anytime soon and make money on it, it can happen. In fact, it it can happen because of big news or a big game or Shea Gilgis Alexander hit another game winner last night that dude is on fire there are certain players that you love to follow and when they're playing well or when they raise their game up like Zion Williamson has lately and uh Laurie Markin has all season and now people are starting to talk about the Brooklyn Nets because of their basketball performance not because of their drama you know so um I know it's drama. Don't go correcting me. Don't go. This guy has called it drama. (laughs) I don't think he knows English. Like, come on, dude. You know, they're talking about basketball. When a player has a great game, I start to get interested. Naz Reed or Naz Reed from the T-Wolves had two huge games in the last week. 27 points, 27, 28 points. Great. Does that mean that I went, I went out to the store, you know, called my friends and said, I'm going to buy Naz Reed before everybody else? No, no. It just means I start to pay attention. Right. I, I want to at least be aware when players are doing well or they get new opportunities. or And when there's bad news, even, you know, when Anthony Davis goes out and uh, he's, you know, he's got a foot injury and, and there's this part of me that's like, again, AD? Uh, I was close to recommending you and I was, I was sent a card of yours in for grading, even like I've got PSA. I put that as one of my updates for you. Like you can make some money. Check out a previous episode. I think it's three episode, ago, episode three, tres episodes ago, three episodes ago is three episodes ago. We talked about there are still ways to make money in this down market. And one of those is to buy Nice looking raw cards, uh, single cards of players, and then send them into PSA to have them graded. That's still a thing. In fact, I have uh, four groups of cards right now at PSA, waiting for them to ship them back to me. I did get one set of grades of cards that I, uh, sixteen cards that I sent in a while ago. Almost all of them are basketball, basketball cards, and I got four of those sixteen graded as a jemmy. They got a ten, Brad. They got a ten. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. They got the Jemmy. And those are worth a lot more now because of that 10. Then I got a bunch of cards. Like nine of those were graded as a nine. I just thought I'd go nine of those. And that's mint, but there's still not as much demand or as great a value for the nines. Nines. So I just decided, all right, I'm going to get a lot more particular in how I evaluate cards before I send them in. So That's all I'm going to do. So I'm doing the research on card values. In fact, if you don't have a site that you use for researching card values, number one, learn how to use eBay and search for sold items and go to recently ended auctions or listings that sold so you can see like the last five or 10. Don't go scrolling down to find the cheapest one when you're negotiating with a seller and say, hey, see, this card only sold for $5. I'll give you four. When the other 10 sales were up at $12. What are you trying to do to me, people? Like, like, look at the range. Look at what they've sold for as a range. And, and maybe you throw out the low, you know, the low ball sale at an auction that ended on Thursday at 11 a.m. in, you know, Kennebunkport. Or you you throw out the high one, you know, the one that sold for $57 on an auction in the middle of the third quarter when Nas Reed was lighting it up, you know. Um, I still think it's funny that Nas Reed is the guy I'm talking about here. I I don't usually talk about Uh, backup players who only get in because two starter all-stars had dnp illness you're seeing a lot of that today too i don't know i hope you're feeling well i hope you have an awesome holiday christmas whatever you celebrate at the end of the year uh with family and friends uh we we want to wish you a happy holiday merry christmas and uh i want to get into today's topic the basketball card 101 conversation about how to get started like how do i how do I even? And maybe you're maybe you're at this place where, yeah, I I I used to be into cards. I want to get back to back into it. So you're like a, a reboot, right? Or maybe you've never done this before and you're a basketball fan that you're like, wait a minute, is this just as simple as um, you know, Shea Gilgis Alexander is averaging, you know, more points and he's gonna be an all-star for the first time? And so I should just start buying his cards. Is it that simple? No, no. There is a relation, like there is some connection, there is some momentum that a player can generate for his card market but it's not that simple and so today i want to give you the behind the scenes like some back to the basics ways some steps you can take to just get started let's get it started ah you know i don't know what's come over me guys the last few episodes i got this new camera this new microphone and the youtube channel so i feel like i got to be all animated and things i do just want to keep it real uh, a lot of us are, are listeners at hoops and cards we we're dealing with a regular budget we want to keep this conversational i don't usually start singing crazy songs in the middle of an episode i just like to talk and i also like to listen and hear what you guys are doing what you are buying and selling i learn from you i'm not the guy that comes on here and says hey go ahead and buy everything i say no 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 like do some of your own research i might tell you here's what i'm doing and here's some some wins that I've had. You know, uh, when I saw that Darius Garland optic hollow rookie, rated rookie from 2019, about two months ago, I looked at him like that is the most centered optic card I have seen in my life. So I'd made a trade for it, uh, sent it in. That was one of my jimmies. Like that's a 10. And that's a card that I might keep for a long time because I just, he's my favorite player right now in the Eastern Conference. <clears throat> had to clarify there. Bron, sorry, dude. Uh, Darius is my favorite in the Eastern Conference, and uh, and I just knew right when I sent, when I saw that card, I'd buy it and send it in. There are there are times when you just know this is about buying a, a great card, not just about following good players. So uh, we're gonna get you started with everything you need to get started, and uh, or to reboot your card collection and investing. We'll get to that right after the break. So, guys, welcome back to Hoops and Cards. I'm Gary, your host. This is Jason, who gets some of my votes for MVP. Jason Tatum, J-A-Y, son. He's playing amazing basketball. I'm I'm not a total Celtics fan, but he makes me want to be one. So does Jalen Brown. So does Marcus Smart. Love the uh, aggressiveness with which those guys play and the way they lose to the Cavs in overtime. But I know that won't happen in games that matter, right? Right, Davey? Right, Boston people? Hey, so let's get into it. Basketball Cards 101. How to get started. How to get started. And some of this will just come from my own story. Things I did or didn't do when I started out again in 2019. I feel like I started once in, you know, 85 and once again in 2014 and once again in 2019. And uh, I want to ask you a couple of questions as you begin, as you reboot. Why are you here? Why are you listening to a basketball card podcast? Think about that. What is it about this that even intrigues you? Was it a friend that, that invited you in? Was it your love for the NBA? Was it uh, as a kid, you collected cards and now you're back or you've got friends that do this? Like, What, what is it that has you here? Because I think it's, it's what, what brought you here that and you can find that you can connect with that. If it's to have fun as a fan, if it's to to develop a collection, if it's to make money, um, all those things are possible. But I would say you need to know you. You need to know why you're here. What brought you? What do you already love about this? Because maybe you already love basketball. That was that was me, and that still is. I love the game. I enjoy rooting for my teams and having my favorite players. And so you know. Uh, there's an unlimited number of cards to collect. There's an unlimited number of ways to do this. There's an unlimited number of players to major on. And so you have to know, why am I here? What do I love? In 2019, for me, it was LeBron James and the Cavaliers. That was pretty much it. I was enjoying going on eBay and buying single cards of LeBron James Prism 2019 silver, uh, all the different different color colorways. And, I, you know, I wasn't doing a ton of research just yet. I was just like, I just want to buy some LeBron cards. Maybe it's because he left Cleveland and I was still going to root for him. And, and maybe it's because I knew that, hey, at some point, if I got back into this whole hobby, it's also a business. It's also a chance to make some money and have a lot of fun and connect with people. So that, that was where I rebooted in 2019. But, but what brought you here? right? Why are you here? The second question is, what do you want? What are you hoping to get out of this? Because uh, you need to know that. And there are going to be other people that they're here because uh, different reasons. And they're here because they might want different things than you do. And they're going to give you ideas, advice, all sorts of things. You got to decide, Hey, here, here's what I want. Uh, and you've got to set some boundaries around that. I think that was, that was number three. Uh, what are your boundaries going to be? You got a budget, you know, a certain amount of money. Uh, some of you, you know, w- once you get into something, you really get into it and you're really competitive about it. You really want to focus on uh, completing a whole set or getting every rookie card of Giannis or every, you know, every rookie autograph card in the Chicago Bulls that you could even think of. Aaron, you're the man. You You go after those, right? Uh, there's always going to be more, and so you need to know what are what are my boundaries what am I going to focus on and uh, for me during the first year of being back into this, I had to realize, hey um, I have a limited amount of money, so I actually set up a uh, certain account specific savings account at Chase Bank you do you you know wherever you, PayPal whatever. Uh, set up your own account, and it, it's mine's like a, a cash only. So I don't use credit card money. I don't want to go into debt for this. You know, I don't want to overspend and use money I don't have, and I don't want to use money that my family needs. I just wanted to have uh, X amount of dollars and use that. Because uh, guys, just like anything, you can get into it, and you can overspend or you can overextend your your budget, your calendar, your relationships. Set some boundaries on this, all right? Because once you get in, if you are getting what you want, if you are having fun, if you are making friends doing this, if you are seeing card values going up, you're just going to want to do it more and more. Like, yeah, that is, that's the thing. And you're going to be surprised. There are going to be some things you're like, I didn't know this would be so much fun. I didn't know I would like this so much. I didn't know. I would love listening to the soothing voices of podcasts like Gary at Hoops and Cards and Andrew and Cage at Lucas Tigers and Bronze, and all of the guys at Slab Stocks and what they do. And yeah, what you get what I'm saying. You, you listen to Paul at NoOffseason.com, the Sports Card Strategy Show, and Lefty McKee. Boom. You know, there's a that's what got me going, really, was realizing this is a global thing, and I can make friends anywhere around the same common interest in the NBA and in cards. And I can I can connect with and learn from people all over the globe. So I'm learning from people from Istanbul, from Japan, from Australia. Got a message uh, a couple of weeks ago from one of our listeners in Hong Kong. Shout out to all of you, you listening from far away places and you're probably, like, well, you're the far away dude. You're the one in Ohio. Like I am, you're right, I'm in Northeast Ohio. Um, but we gotta know our, our boundaries because once we get into this, there's a whole world out there, all right? I'm just laying the foundation for you. Why are you here? What do you want? What boundaries will you set? And then I would say learn the things learn, commit to learning, commit to knowing uh, the ups and downs of the card market through an NBA season. There's some basics to know about that. Learn what the major brands of basketball cards are. We did an episode on that recently, actually last the last one. Like if I nod my head, you'll scroll back and you'll see like the last one. We went over like the cheap brands, NBA hoops and Donruss and the popular brands like Prism and Optic and Select and Mosaic and the high-end expensive but awesome-looking brands like National Treasures and Flawless and Impeccable, Immaculate, all those things. So learn, learn the things. You're doing the right thing. You guys, are, you guys are taking good steps already. You're listening to a podcast that's helping you uh, hear more stories, learn more about buying and selling opportunities or frustrations and questions that we all have in the market uh, when it comes to basketball cards, like just keep learning. That, that's what happened to me too. I started listening to three or four podcasts on a regular basis. One as I learned a ton from them. And two, I realized, hey, they're not talking about basketball as much as I wish they would. So I just started podcasting to myself in the car as I drive around, you know, and I'm like, maybe I should just record this and put it out there and kind of hemmed and hawed. I don't know why hem and haw became the phrases we use for waiting and delaying and procrastinating. But we started the podcast in March of 21 and have not looked back and we're not looking back. Boom, we're doing this. We've had Hoops Plus as our members platform for quite a while. Uh, I've let most of you know, we've had some new subscribers lately. Uh, Hoops Plus is going to get a reboot as well. That is additional content and community for members and collectors. And uh, we're actually going to sunset or transition the current model that's on anchor to a uh, a different model that I'm going to announce here, maybe on our next episode. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't want to do it right now. Sorry, but Hoops Plus, thank you so much for you members. You've you've committed to an extra level of learning all the things. And some of us learn by doing. I learned by doing that I don't list a card for sale on eBay at a set price without knowing kind of the ballpark what other cards like that are selling like i found a card in my closet from 2014 a lebron james card it was a a short print numbered card even though it was just a don russ insert card right not lebron's rookie or anything i listed it online for 30 dollars, and it sold in five minutes and i was like maybe i gave them too good of a deal if it sold so quickly i'm like "Uh uh-huh any numbered card of, of LeBron James in a major popular set of cards like Don Russ, don't sell it in a hurry. Maybe sell it in an auction instead of listing it without knowing the card's value. I realized I had to learn all the things. I still have to learn all the things about the market because, you know, it's a constant learning thing to say, hey, why are some players' card values higher? And others lower. Why why is a, a guy like Kyrie Irving? I shouldn't use him. That's not a good example. I, I I because I follow the NBA, I often notice the guys, and you guys know this. I, I notice the guys that are playing really, really well, but their cards aren't doing squat. Their cards aren't moving up, you know, in value. And you know, I might buy a card. This happened to me two years ago with Julius Randle. I think every December Julius Randle's awesome. And then by February, Julius is like, eh, I'm just a Nick, you know, I don't know what the deal is. Maybe the Knicks are going to be good this year. I like what they've got Jalen Brunson. I like what Julius Randle is doing. I mean, he's playing, he's playing at all-star level the last 15 games and looks incredible, but uh, his card market, not so much. I mean, he, He's having a better season. You people that aren't paying attention, he's having a, a better season. We're getting to the point where I might say the word significantly. Is Julius Randle significantly better right now than Laurie Markinen? Uh-huh. Yeah. Is Julius Randle playing better than Brandon Ingram? I mean, I like how he's playing more than I like how Brandon isn't playing there's, a, there's an opportunity when a guy is injured. My point is I'm saying learn all the things. Learn why some players are valuable right now and some aren't. Some of it has to do with things I can explain. Like, is their team good? Are they having a breakout season, doing something new? Are their cards attractive? Are they well known to investors and buyers that might traffic on eBay or uh, any of these other online markets to buy and sell cards? Like, there's a lot of variables to this. And it's really not a science. There's some principles I can help you with in a lot of our basketball card 101 episodes. That's great, and listen and learn those things. But realize you're always going to be learning, and you're not getting some secret knowledge that nobody else has. You know, um, there's lots of us out here doing this. And so when when I'm at a show and I'm looking through a guy's basketball cards and I see that, you know, he's pulled all of the Devin Vassell's out of the dollar box and the two dollar box. He dude doesn't even have any Devin Vassells in his $5 box. What that tells me is this guy knows basketball. He knows it's just a matter of time that uh, you know, the Spurs will maybe they'll get Victor Wembanyama and Yam and Yam and Yam and Yum and And they'll get Keldon Johnson back healthy from injury and illness, and they'll get Devin Vassell. And Vassell will be a 25-point scorer on a playoff team in two years. Like he's good. So I'm not trashing his rookies not throwing them away in my dollar box. I'm saying, huh, this guy knows what he's doing. Keep learning. Another thing, guys, as you're starting out, get some friends. Maybe that's why you're here. You're like, I've already got some friends. And they kept telling me, man, you got to listen to Gary. You got to listen to Hoops and Cards or you got to check, check out some of these podcasts. And we just happen to be one of them. Great. First of all, thank you so much for listening. I love it. Love it. Thank you for listening. Uh, get friends, get a community. Get people who you're like, I've got a question about this player. I, I think I'm going to you know, spend a bit more money on this guy or this card. It's always good, always good to have other people in your life. Maybe that's the, the five of you guys that started Shag Sports Cards, and you guys talk and you share ideas. I love that. Love it. Maybe it's the friends that you've made over the course of going to the same card shop or me, the same card show in Hartville for two years. Now I know who the three or four guys. I, number one, I know where I want to go to buy cards first, you know, cause they, they deal fairly and they've got the cards I'm looking for their basketball cards. Um, but number two, I also know the guys I can trust that I can go to and say, Hey, John, Hey, Brett, Hey, rain. Hey, Brandon. You know, I can go to those guys. Hey, Fred, Hey, will I'm just trying to name them all now. So nobody feels bad. Hey, Seth, you know, there's, there's so many anyway, uh, Mike, Go to the guys, you know, and girls that you, you already know and you trust kind of what they're going to say, Greg, you know, I, I know the people that will deal honest with me, but I also know the people that will tell me like, dude, you're so messed up. Don't don't send that card in for grading. Look at this. Did you see this big print line in the middle of Anthony Simons's face? I'm like, no, I was just looking for Anthony Simons. You know, I just sometimes we we have great intentions and it might be right half the time. But I learn so much from my friends in the hobby. I, I, yeah, a lot of what I share with you guys on the show isn't like me going into the, the research study tank on market movers and like blah, 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 coming out with an episode. It's more like, hey, the conversations that I'm having or I'm overhearing or I'm seeing in our Discord, the Discord at Hoops and Cards is awesome and it's free. And if you want to get in, just say, hey, get me in the Discord. You know, message me at Hoops and Cards on Instagram, or email me, gary at hoopsandcards.com. I'll get you in the Discord. Get you some friends. I love that we can even go on there and post pictures of cards we got and say, boom, look at this deal I got. And everybody's like, yeah, great job. We need the encouragement. Sometimes we need the commiserated. Man, I remember you know, all the money I spent on bowl bowl cards three years ago. And now I wish I had kept those cards because he looks like a baller. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's great to have a connection and people that we can share the basketball card life with. One of the things, guys, in getting started, all right. maybe you were taking copious notes and you want to write this stuff down. uh, Start an eBay store. Just figure it out. Start an eBay store. Get you an eBay account. Learn how to buy and sell cards on eBay. Learn how to take good, clear, well-lit pictures of cards and post them with descriptive titles that people are searching for. So, I would say just become an expert at eBaying. Yes, it's good to know all the other things, like there's a PWCC vault and collector's universe and a ton of websites that'll give you resources and help. I think it's important for you to know the basics and master eBay. I should probably just do a whole episode again on eBay 101 because it is the most populated the most active market globally for baseball, excuse me, basketball, football, golf cards, like anything you want to buy or sell, jerseys of Baker Mayfield. I don't know why you'd want one. I got one for six bucks at Goodwill. Um, and uh, it looks like it's a brand new jersey. I should wear that next time. But any, anywho, um, eBay is super important. You use it, I use it all the time to see what cards are worth, what they've been selling for lately, how many cards are available of that kind online. To do comps, you might be at a card show or hear somebody tell. Well, what are the comps? What are the comps? What are the comps? Well, know how to find out the comparison sales of that card recently, and know how to get that range. Like I said, eBay, eBay. Become uh, you know a whiz at doing eBay and learning eBay. Just, we'll just do a whole nother episode coming up on basketball cards one hundred and one and buying and selling on eBay. Uh, then, if you want to get started, I mean, just jump in, buy your first card. Buy your first card, do some research, don't be afraid to make mistakes. You're going to, but I kind of dipped my toes in the water at first, buying cards that were like a dollar, two dollars, three dollars, five dollars of players that I liked. And where I was saying, Hey, um, if nothing else happens, I've got a card that I like. You know, I've got a two dollar card of LeBron James that looks really cool, nice. You know, I got a dollar fifty card of Donovan Mitchell that looks really cool, and I'm not breaking the bank, I'm not spending too much money. I'm not cutting my budget in half. I'm I'm getting that experience of buying cards and then also knowing how to take care of them with one of those uh, floppy sleeves or penny sleeves that are clear. Slide that card in there. Put it in a plastic top loader. That's a little plastic case that just fits one card. Those are cool. Um, I'm sitting here like my man Jason is in one of those plastic top loaders. You can get these usually a pack of 25 for $5, or you can get them uh, in bulk cheaper, but that is super important to take care of the condition of your cards. That's a, a thing to know as you get started. Buy your first card and then enjoy the ride. Guys, know that this is gonna be an adventure. Know that there'll be moments where you're like, I paid $5 for a card and sold it for 53 months later because things are going so well. You know, Or I buy, like I told you with my Darius Garland Optic Hollow, I bought that card maybe $25, send it in, PSA 10, Jemmy, boom. That card is either a, a Garland that I'm going to keep for a long, long time because it's a hollow PSA 10 of his, shiny Silverette, you know, um, or I'm going to sell it, you know, it during the All-Star game or during the playoffs for maybe a couple hundred dollars. And uh, that's a win. That's a W for me. But then I've got, I've got other um, buys, other cards that I'm not so thrilled about. Other cards that didn't jemmy, they did an eight. And I'm like, crap, I wish I had not sent that card in at all. Or what are they seeing at PSA that I didn't see? You know, in that Anthony Simons Contenders autograph card that to me looked like at least a nine, but they gave it an eight, you know, and maybe I should have had some friends look at it. I don't know. I'm just saying, go for it. Enjoy the ride. Realize there are going to be some bumpy moments. There are going to be times when you buy a card and you're like, shoot, that was an impulse buy. I've got FOMO, fear of missing out. Or, man, I jumped in at the right time. That was awesome. I'm so glad I got that card. Right now is a good time to buy. But I would say, again, just learn how to do quick research on your eBay app, uh, asking around with friends, learning the, the Market Movers, or a, a similar resource like Card Ladder Pro. Market Movers is a thing where I can go in at marketmoversapp.com and, and chart, You know, type in the kind of card that I'm looking for, John Morant prism 2019 number 249 and it just it just shows me all the sales and uh, the ups and downs of that card over the last 30 90 you know 360 days it's good to have resources like that you don't have to have them i'm just saying there are tools out there that can help you as you get started but remember what this all started with why are you here <laughs> right what what are you hoping to get what are your boundaries what are you willing to learn? Who are you doing? With? Who are your friends? Where are you connecting? We would love to be that for you, uh, even if it's just like the podcast, listening to that on a regular basis. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Uh, guys, in fact, this, this is, time just flies by. We start talking about stuff and it is an adventure. It is a lot of fun. So in fact, I've got uh, 10 or 11 more cards that I'm about to send in to PSA uh, to have graded Some of them I've bought and sold lately. And I've been like, you know, that deal at $15 a pop is pretty good. But sometimes I wind up saying, you know what? I want to send cards to you. I want to send cards to you, the listener of hoops and cards. So I've got five cards. Let's do it. Five. I mean, while he's injured is is maybe a time to get a deal on a Tyrese Maxi. So I'm going to send five free Tyrese Maxi rookie cards. My phone keeps ringing. I will be. Uh, answering that in a moment. Five free Tyrese Maxi rookie cards to the first five listeners that message me on Instagram and say, "Dude, get me some Maxi." And uh, at Hoops and Cards on Instagram, or you can email me Gary at HoopsandCards.com for free Tyrese Maxi rookie card to our first five listeners that respond. And you're saying, "Hey Gary, get me some Maxi," and I'm listening from you know Austin, Texas, or. Okeechobee, Florida, where wherever it is you're you're listening from, tell me you want some Maxi, and maybe you don't want Maxi. You're like, dude, just give me some Simons. I I can I can hook you up with Anthony Simons if you'd rather have that. Either way, five free rookie cards uh, to our first five listeners that uh, that respond. And guys, thank you for listening. If you are getting started in this hobby, I hope this helps you uh, with some of the basic thoughts. I wasn't going to answer all your questions, but to give you a foundation of kind of how to think and how to approach this and what things are essential and what things I do need to learn. Um, take your time and enjoy it. You know, you're not going to be an expert after the first month. I've talked to people that have been doing this for 35 years and they they're like, man, it's a ride, man. It's fun. But but I'm not I don't know everything there is to know, you know, stay humble and and willing to learn and make friends. And and uh, you're not out to beat the rest of us. You're You're out to just enjoy this ride and watch, you know, Watch the Cavaliers beat the rest of you. Or watch the Milwaukee Bucks. Hey, who do you think is going to win this year? I don't know. But either way, message me at Hoops and Cards. Guys, thanks so much for listening. It's been real. And I look forward to hearing from you and connecting again at our next episode of Hoops and Cards. So why don't you make like a tree? Get out of here. I can't stand the Wizards. What kind of name is that anyway? For a basketball team? The Wizards? What are they? <laughs> Like magicians in hoods? Hey, guys. Oh, big goals, huh? All right. Well, see you later.